you got to get passionate about this thing. If the cross doesn't move you, nothing will move you. I'm offering you something that's greater than silver and gold. I'm offering you something that's greater than an increase in your pay on your job. I'm offering you a... There's no shortcuts to the glory. We've got to get past week-to-week living. We've got to multiply our prayer life. We've got to multiply our efforts. And we are willing to give. God will always give it back to us in good measure. That is pressed down, shaken together, and running over. Hey, thanks for checking out our Christian Life Church podcast. You will be hearing from one of our pastors or guest speakers, either at our Frankfurt or Lebanon campus. Prepare your hearts and your minds to receive a word from God. Thanks for listening. Enjoy and receive this message. Joseph also went up from Galilee out of the city of Nazareth into Judea unto the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and the lineage of David, to be taxed with Mary, his espoused wife, being great with child. And so it was, for while they were there, the days were accomplished that she should be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. Father, I pray that you help us tonight as we explore your word, that your spirit may speak into our hearts tonight, that we may truly see the need to make room for you in our lives. Open our hearts to receive in your spirit, God, let it flow through this house that every heart and every mind may search themselves to find, Lord, that place, that empty spot that only you can fill, that we may open it for you. In Jesus' name, everybody say amen. Thank you. You can be seated. Bible is full of amazing stories. No book quite like it. But none of those stories reach the pinnacle of the story of the birth of Jesus. The decree went forth for all the people to be taxed. So all the people were required to leave their homes and go to their ancestral cities. Because Joseph was of the lineage of David, he returned to the city of David called Bethlehem. There he was to meet with the tax collectors and to pay his dues. Their minds were not on the fulfillment of prophecies. They were there for the purpose of paying taxes. Had they have thought about the prophesied birth of the coming Messiah, perhaps they would have saved room for him and anticipated his arrival. But the multitudes had filled the guest rooms and 
hotels if there were such a thing in that day, leaving no room for him in the busyness of the season. Joseph, left with no other option, put his expectant wife to rest in a lowly stable. Can I speak to the church for just a moment this evening and say to you that we must be careful or we will relegate God to a spot in our lives that we don't frequent too often. We will put him in the barn out back. We will move him to the state to the stable. Ladies and gentlemen, the point of my message tonight is very simple. We need to make room for the Lord. We need to bring him into the middle of our lives and declare him Lord over all of our lives. Look around you at the lives of so many. Their lives are clutter-filled and chaotic, busy. Does anyone ever notice the missing element in this season? We're not missing celebration. We're not missing decorations. Are the market-driven practice of gift-buying? There's no shortage on dinners and gatherings and family traditions and celebrations. We have plenty of those. But the missing part of Christmas is the main objection for what Christmas is all about. And that is the baby born to be the Savior of the world. In the middle of all of the celebration, it seems that in this day in which we live, it is the central theme that is most often left out of Christmas, and that is Jesus. We're so busy celebrating the birth of Christ that we have no room for Christ in our lives. This happens. When we fail to crown him Lord and King over everything. The truth is, the real issue is that we are seeking our own crowns and fail to crown him King in our lives. I know we have tendencies to fill our lives with things. That's the problem. They're our things. It's the things that we hold so dear to our heart. It's the things we decorate our lives with. We allow the cares of life to take over and we masquerade in the crown that we build and design for ourselves. You know, it's education and wealth, 
and fame and fortune. It's all the things that we build our lives out of. We let the cares of this life mold us and shape us. And it becomes the very apex of our life. It is the crown jewel of our very own existence. We start believing the lies that have been told us by all of life's experiences as we seek to gain and get ahead. We watch the crowds. We modify and adjust to meet their expectations and to adjust to the calls and the duties of society. Somehow we end up muscling God completely out of the equation. Before long, we move, remove him from our vocabulary and eventually from our hearts. Oh, but we cling to the things that are so dear to us. We cling to the things that seem to bring fulfillment in the here and the now. We cling to our earthly crowns. As a matter of fact, it's the crown of I'll refer to it as the crown of life because that's what we're really seeking. The crown we seek by overindulging in all of the things of this world. We don't have time for God. No room for Him in our lives. We're far too busy making our own crowns. On the surface, Everything seems to be okay. We're enjoying life. It seems like success. It's really getting us where we want to go until it doesn't. And then it seems like our finances are doing good until they're not. It seems like everything is going okay. We, we look the part. We act the part. We let everyone see the lives from post-worthy perspectives. It's the crown in which we wear. But our heart, our hearts are still empty. Upon closer inspection of our lives, we can truly see that they're built around lies. false hope, shattered dreams. We know this because we can feel internally, we feel the doubts, we live with the worries, and we struggle with the unbelief on a daily basis. But still, we mindlessly cling to the crown that we've built for ourselves because for some reason, we believe we can have it all without having God. But I come to tell you tonight that there is no life outside of Jesus Christ. Oh, we try it. We try it on our own. We want to make it without Him. But I tell you tonight, let's all be honest, it simply doesn't work. 
Our soul is not satisfied with all of the things that this world can offer. in the human heart that only God can fill. It may require a little closer look at our own crown. You know, the crown that we parade around in and call it success, the side of life that we expose to the world and we model with and say, look at all of my successes. Look at my achievements my degrees, my position, my financial status, my popularity. Look, this is what I have to offer, but we cry ourselves to sleep at night, lonely with a void in our heart, searching for answers. So what must one do? Thank you for asking. It may mean that we need to reconsider the secret clutter in our lives that we have held on to for far too long. We've clung to it until it has just become part of our life. We, we don't know if we can make it without it. We need it to survive. The first thing we do is check social media in the morning. The last thing we do is check social media at night. How many likes did we get today? What is the pic that I can post tomorrow? It is all about glamour and fame and popularity and the crowns that we expose to the world. It may mean that we reconsider all of that secret clutter and get it out of our lives. My challenge to you tonight is that maybe there's somebody in this room that I've spoken to that knows you have lived far too long holding and posing with a crown. The crown that you have built for yourself, the one that you have made, the one that you designed, the one that you planned, that simply leaving a void in your heart, the lack of peace, contentment, the lack of joy, lack of real, true love and the real meaning of life. My challenge to you tonight is to take that crown that you wear, that crown that you hold dear to your own heart, take it tonight and to lay it at the feet of Jesus. When you lay it down willfully, Put it into his hands. Then and only then do you find real peace and contentment. So during this Christmas season, would you consider intentionally making room for him? All the business of life, that all the things that fill our schedules that are all associated with the crowns that we are seeking in this world. The very things that keep us from having room for Him. No time to pray, no time to worship, no time to attend church. 
No time for daily devotion. No time for prayer. Yes, it'll cost you the crown that you've constructed. But God will replace it with an incorruptible crown. He said in his word, any man who chooses to save his life in the end, he's going to lose it. But any man that takes his life and chooses to lose it in the end, he's going to receive the crown of life. That's what you're looking for. It's not in the here and now. It's not in this life. But it is the crown of life that only he can give. There's no reason to continue to cling to that old life. You know, the one that you've built for yourself, filled with all of the lies and the fears that overwhelm you, the life that's not working out the way that you had hoped it would. It may cost you the crown that you constructed, but if you will willingly lay it down, surrender it to Him, and give it to Him, the part that you and I have to do, that is make room for him. I submit to you tonight that only Jesus can give you what you're really searching for. He promised that crown of life to all of those who seek his appearing. I feel Spirit of the Lord is asking somebody in this room tonight to lay down your life at his feet. Here in just a moment, I'm going to give you an opportunity to respond. But right now, I just want you to contemplate and think and consider. Consider what is keeping you from truly making room for him. What is it that you've held so close to your life that prevents you from being able to surrender everything, total surrender to Him. I know it takes courage to lay down that crown. I know it takes boldness to lay down that crown. You can't do it on your own. But by God's help and by God's grace, the only way that we're here tonight is by the grace and mercy of God. But if you will make room for him, he will come in and he will rule and reign in your life. I want to pray a special prayer over you tonight. Here in a few moments, at the end of a couple of more songs, we're going to give you an opportunity to come lay your crown down at his feet turn your life to Him, maybe to become reacquainted with Him in a fresh and a new way. It's going to take courage, and I'm going to pray for that courage. You come bow your heads with me all across this room right now. Father, I speak tonight to you, asking you 
courage to every man, woman, boy, or girl under the sound of my voice that has spent a lifetime searching and seeking the crown of this life. Father, I pray that you give the courage and wisdom and understanding, Lord, of the great benefit in laying their life down at your feet, casting it upon you, all of their care, and you care for them. Lord, in a few moments when the opportunity comes to respond, I pray that courage comes over this congregation, that someone would make that step.